Um, could you please tell me your name and uh, the project that you have been working on or that's yours? Of course. Uh, my name is Mark Paulusma. I am uh, a designer, a spatial designer to be precise. Uh, my project is called Biosphere, which is a plant-based water filter system. And I am developing, developing this for this week on Dorp. All right, and a, a plant-based water system, yes. I heard you say. Yeah, what, what, a water filter system. Yeah. What, what is it? What does it look like? Uh, well, it looks very cool, of course. <laughs> um, no, you ba what you get, you have different types uh, which I've made, all different prototypes. Uh, basically, you get a capsule, uh, often from plastic or glass. Uh, you put a plant inside of that. Uh, and that's basically what you, all you need. And I can design it all around in all the, these different types of uh, setups and materials and stuff like that. But that's basically what you need. An enclosed system. Uh, what happens in the system is that you give it dirty water. Stuff like uh, water from, uh, from the rain, uh, from lakes and ponds and stuff like that. Maybe even bathroom water. Um, you give that to the plant. A plant uses a very small amount of it for, uh, for itself. For photosynthesis, for creating sugars and stuff like that. And the rest of it is all expelled again. It's part of the capillary action within the plant itself. Um, what that means is that about 97 to 99% of the water is expelled again as clean water. Um, normally this creates the clouds above our heads. In this case I short circuit this loop and create my own loop, which is the biosphere. Um, all this vapor which comes from the plant, it condensates again within the capsule itself and you can collect it again for human consumption in this case. So dirty water in, clean water out and the plant's okay. happy. <laughs> it, it still stays alive uh, during this process? Of, of course it depends a bit on the different factors and stuff like that. Uh, for example temperature and of course humidity. Uh, you, need, you of course need a plant which can work with something like that. Like cactuses, that's, that's not an option. <laughs> but if you take for example uh, tropical plants or herbs or uh, stuff like that, that will work very well. All right, and they are accustomed to the climate, uh, so they, they survive easily. Okay, and what is this system actually then used for? Is it just like uh, to create water at home in your garden or is this something that should be in a desert? Where, the, where does the project belong? Okay, um, That's a good question and I have uh, two possible answers. Uh, First of them is based on function, which is just the water filtering itself. It has different kinds of potentials. Uh, for this week, we've been looking into um, getting uh, getting the system better, more efficient. Um, and I think it should be possible that if you take a regular house plant, like for example, uh, 30 centimeters high, something like that, uh, you would be able to create about one glass of pure water per day, which is not a lot, but it's still, if you consider that it's all from, coming from a plant, that's quite cool. Um, so you have different kinds of possibilities with that uh, system. Uh, upscaling, for example. Uh, I still dream about uh, packing in a whole tree, because that's just liters waiting to be uh, harvested, basically. Uh, in other ways, you could use it, for example, on a small-scale level at home. Uh, using, uh, for example, in, in the kitchen uh, for small-scale, uh, for example, making soup, making tea, uh, you, you know what I mean. Um, in this case, you will be on a one-on-one on -on -one level uh, working with a plant, like a, a kind of a symbiosis in a sense. In this case, a lot of satisfaction, or at least I hope so that it does. Yeah. Um, so that, that's on a functional level. You could, you could see in the different kinds of contexts. Uh, I think that especially at home is interesting for me um, because it's also on a level of consciousness. Um, and that's the second part, which I have noticed uh, during this festival, or during the Dorp, of course, um, which is uh, schools. Uh, I'd like to see if I can see, uh, look into it as an educational object. 
which means that we could present it to primary schools and uh, middle schools, especially the, the higher end of primary schools, the lower end of middle schools, uh, like the children between, well, let's say 8 to 14, some, somewhere in between that. The ones who get uh, first experience now in that time frame for uh, biology and physics, uh, and of course also with sustainability, because uh, these are young children, they need to be informed about uh, about this whole about the whole changing world. Hey, we need to do something about it ourselves, but the next generation, they're going to be busy with it. And the generation after probably as well. So that's, I think that's very, very important. Um, and I want to see if I can make this as an educational object for them to be introduced by this concept in a very practical way, because that's something that which they really miss at schools at this point. So the the actual uh, th there's not one destination yet for the project. It's still to be up and determine where it's gonna end up in the end. Uh, yes, I think for for me as a designer, um, or me uh, as uh, for me personally as a designer, I think it's both. Uh, a quality and uh, and an obstacle that I have all these different types of ideas, letting it go all the way. Um, like if I uh, with with Bioswear itself, I've had dozens of different ideas, which. Um, as you said, it's not a clear goal yet, or at least I do have some goals, of course, and we're going yeah. to work on that. Um, so it's, no, it's not one goal yet, but I don't see it as an obstacle. I think we need to, to work on it on different levels to make it work on also on different, level, different levels, different contexts. Yeah. And here at Dorp, I've seen a couple of biospheres like placed around in the village and also hidden in the trees. Um, yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, and and what's the idea behind like the hidden the hidden ones? Is there? That's part of the feedback. Um, I'd like to see at this festival at least uh, how people interact with it. I want to I want to have some feedback about the groups which are potential users. For example, the children which we talked about and people who'd like to have them at home. Um, what I did with all the ones that I've hidden around, these are all part of the prototypes which I've made beforehand. I've got okay. two of them at my uh, workshop at the moment and four of them spread out around the island. And the basic idea is that they get uh, at the workshop, I give them a very short introduction about, of what it's all about. And then I send them with a small piece of paper to those biospheres to look, uh, to look for them and, and discover them. Uh, they have a couple of questions hanging about them, they can answer them. And if they, uh, if they get all the answers right, they win a cactus. <laughs> Just right. to take home, just to care for it as a first start. Okay, and wh what are the kind of reactions you've gotten so far on, on the... Uh, that's a very good question. I think uh, I've gotten loads of different reactions, uh, of course, by a lot of different people. Um, a lot of them seem quite interested. Uh, I think that has to do with the whole vibe of Welcome to the Village itself. I think if you have to stereotype it and you have to pick one word, uh, hippie is still something which, uh, yeah, it <laughs> yeah, just fits yeah. with, the, with the festival. So, of course, if you have, have people which, uh, which would fall into that type of stereotype, the, the kind of stereotype, they would of course also uh, like to be introduced by plants and, and these types of processes as well. So yeah, th there's a lot of different uh, uh, good interactions, uh, good, um, good um, feedback. I think to pick out a specific one, what I did notice is that the whole thing of a, of a quest of having these, these questions, these quizzes, is especially picked up by people of about 
15 to 25 and some older people, I think about 45, 55-ish, somewhere in between that. They really like it as part of the entertainment within the festival vibe. Right. They're just like, I'm here to have fun. Uh, I'm, I, I, I would like to do something myself as well, but it doesn't need to be a lot because of course it's very hot at the moment. So uh, doing these kinds of questions and then searching along uh, the island and just discovering the place while still seeing all of these cool things. Yeah. They don't take a lot of energy and it's just fun for you. So that, that's an interesting thing which I got back. Okay, and, and what's the biggest takeaway from Dorp so far that you're gonna continue on working? Uh, you mean like my the, the, the thing which I... Uh, what, what did you discover? What was your biggest surprise so far? That, that is a very difficult question, I think, because there are so, so many things which I've noticed uh, during the, this week. It's just 10 days and I've learned so much. Right. Um, I uh, at a personal level, again, it's a lot about social interactions with all these different types of people, with all these different types of, uh, of ideas. Uh, I think at that level I've mostly work, uh, learned about how to work with a team. I've, lear I've, I've, I've worked within, team, uh, within teams, I have worked with, with different types of people, I have not worked a lot uh, with me as kind of a project leader about making decisions, making yeah. planning, uh, getting the best out of people. Um, so that's a very new experience and that was very, very awesome to, uh, to learn at this festival. Um, I think on a more practical level. Uh, I think what, what was very interesting is that, I, uh, as I said, I've, I've built multiple prototypes and the efficiency isn't great and for some reason they don't always work as well. I was very curious about that and I got a lot of good feedback from my colleagues, uh, from my team basically, because they, they, they know so much about plants and uh, science and stuff. Um, and during one of the expert sessions, which I was uh, with, they, uh, as a team uh, with the, the mentor who was with it, they told me, that the last model which I've made, it should work well. They, I only had to open up, uh, open up the, the openings, the, the, the air circulation a bit more. That was basically it. And I think that was a very pleasant surprise, but also uh, one which, which was a surprise as, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, as a surprise. Because it, make, it made work a lot easier. <laughs> I, I had the idea that I had to, to uh, how do you call it? Like to, 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 to dissect it basically into all these different types of subsystems to, yeah. to bring them out to this, just to make this whole long process of discovering it. And it was just this very simple thing. And it told me a lot about me having some skills, but still not knowing a whole lot of other different stuff, yeah. which there are so many other people around here who have these skills and knowledges, which are just, I, I had this, op, uh, this opportunity to tap into that. And that was very, very great to, to notice. I think those are the two main things. All right, very cool. And th does this mean you'll also be back at Dorp next year, if you can, or? Uh, good question. Um, I think I think the, the atmosphere itself was, was incredible. Um, I think, uh, to, to bring out one honest point, I had some difficulties with making the new model itself. We had it on plan. I had some trouble with that. I'm still not sure uh, how that really uh, happened, to be honest. Like, was it with planning? Was it with the way how, it, how I interacted with people? Uh, how, well, how did that how situation uh, developed? Um, so that will be a negative point. I do think that if I have a project which is at the, at the right level for Dorp and it has uh, it's in this cell, the same state of mind uh, about sustainability and stuff like that, I think you will see me again. 
All right, very nice. In the project, your the biosphere is also going to be continu continued by you? Yes, yes, certainly. And wh where can people find more about it, maybe? Uh, if you want to know more about the project or about any of the other projects, of course, you can find me at markpaulusma.com, Marcus with a C. Um, and on, of course, on Instagram with the same name, Mark Paulusma. Uh, you will find me giving some process about it with all the different pictures, and you can follow all the things which I'm doing. Uh, on the website, you can find different types of projects and different kinds of assignments which I've done. All right. Very nice. Thank you very much, and uh, enjoy the festival. Well, thank you, too. Hi. Hey there. <laughs> what are you making? Uh, I'm trying to get this to fit on here. Right. <laughs> This is going to be the entry sign of Dorp, right? Sorry? This is going to be the entry sign of Dorp. No, that's the entry sign of the village. That's the entry sign, yeah. and this is like... Uh, beacon? Uh, it's a biosphere thing. I've just been asked to hang up the shelves. Uh, right. right. Okay. Cool. Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> Making podcasts for Dorp. Oh, I'm recording know. small bits everywhere. And now I'm going to have an interview with you. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Have fun. See you around. Hey there, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Door Podcast. Um, feel free to check out the other episodes um, on anchor.fm slash Um You can also find the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Just search for Podcast Dorp 2018 and you'll find them. Um, if you have any feedback, just let me know. Um, and thank you for listening.